Welcome Northeast Conference fans to our latest NEC Now podcast on the NEC Overtime Pod. Today I am joined by St. Francis Brooklyn women's soccer players Brianna Van Giesen and Lauren Schultz. As part of the Northeast Conference's educational initiative focusing on voter registration, NEC Votes will be discussing the importance of young people engaging in the democratic process and voter registration on our own campuses. Thank you both so much for being here. Thank you for having us. <laughs> of course. So first, I would just like to discuss your paths to St. Francis. Brianna, you're a transfer from California, and Lauren, you're from West Virginia. What made each of you choose St. Francis to continue your academic and athletic careers? Um, yeah, I actually transferred from a larger university. So seeing that St. Francis was a smaller college that I could build close relationships and have opportunities like this uh, made it very desirable for me. So I knew that it would be the right place to come. Um, I transferred from California. Um, I was looking for like a new program, new start to play soccer, continue my career. And um, honestly, my coach, Justine Lombardi is the reason why I came. Like I had never seen the school or anything. I had a nice conversation with her for like an hour and it convinced me to come. And then I came and visited the school. I've dreamt my whole life of living in New York City. So I thought it was a perfect opportunity for me to come. And the school is uh, small which is what I like because our class sizes are really small. So um, it's more of a relationship and like a better understanding of like concepts and learning, which I really appreciate as opposed to like a 300 like class lecture. So I really, really liked coming to this one. I'm glad I did. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad to hear you both kind of found your place. And I have to imagine being in a small school, but in, you know, one of the biggest cities in the world, you have, you know, that focused learning mm -hmm. and still all the opportunities that, New York City has to offer. So that's great. I'm glad to hear you guys are both in the right place for you. And so speaking of, you know, your your team, the women's soccer team, you've successfully registered 100% of eligible players to vote. How are you and your team able to accomplish this? Yeah, so Bray really was the one that had the idea because we've seen a lot of other teams do it. Mm -hmm. And um, really, we just started by having conversations with everyone on our team and just, you know, trying to figure out where everyone was in the process. Um, and then from there, I know Brie had some conversations and we just tried to, you know, learn, like, if you're not registered, why? And would you, you know, make the decision to register? And everyone agreed that it was a good decision and decided to register. So, yeah, we have, um, like, another positive of St. Francis is there's a lot of internationals. Mm -hmm. um, so a few, like, a few members on our team are internationals. And, like, even then, like, we have a conversation with them just to talk about it because obviously, like, America is a huge powerhouse in the entire world. So a lot of what goes on here affects everywhere else. So like, it's a cool conversation to have to see from both sides. Um, and we talked with like a lot of the younger freshmen who just didn't even understand like the process altogether. So it was a cool way to get them involved and talk and like understand and mainly like educate about it. Like that was like our big thing was just like to educate, like use your voice, whatever your opinion is, like let that be, but like, you have the right to vote you should exercise it so it became a conversation even amongst our coaching staff like we talked to them about it one of our coaching staff was not registered to vote and obviously he's older than us and um it was just a conversation as to why why not and it was a really great conversation he ended up registering which was a positive i think that's but, great um, yeah i mean it's just about having the conversation definitely a lot of people are just lost and don't really want to go through the process so the fact that like Lauren and I are both willing to sit down and like, all right, let's figure it out. Let's get through it. Like, here's the steps I can help you to do it. Um, definitely helped. And like a lot of our girls understand the importance of it. It was just the matter of doing it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's great to see that you are getting out there and recognize the importance of it. And I'm assuming this is either your first or second presidential election and you understand, you know, the weight of the general election and what it stands for. So it's just great to see that people out on campuses are really trying to push this. You know, it's not just coming from us at the NEC, it's, it's happening on the ground. And just out of curiosity, how long did that whole process take, like beginning your conversations to fully getting everyone registered? I think I started the conversation like two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Okay, click. It was kind of stressed a little bit just because like registration deadlines are coming up. Mm -hmm. The vote is like 25 days away from the election. So it's definitely was a conversation that we had, but thankfully we all live rather, rather close to each other. So it was more of a matter of me just and Lauren going into people's rooms and just being like, hey, let's have a conversation. Yeah, no, that's great. And I also think something people don't realize is how easy it is to register. Like you can just do yeah. it online or whenever you like initially get your license. I know I was registered to vote in New Jersey before I could, because when you got yeah. your license at 17, yeah. they ask if you want to. Yeah. And it's like, it's yeah. that easy. So it's yeah, really no, it's great. People think it's a lot bigger than it actually is. Yeah. And it's just, it's not it's like one website. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so other than, you know, the work you're doing on your team, which is fantastic, um, how else have you personally engaged with the democratic process? Um, I personally, I, so I live in West Virginia, so I had to mm -hmm. apply for an absentee ballot, obviously. And I actually already received that and I've already filled it out and voted, which is my yeah. first time voting, so I'm pretty excited. Um, I know we've been like watching the debates here and just trying to learn you know, learn about the process and learn about the different issues that are at hand. So yeah, it's really just been a matter of like learning and taking the steps to do it. Yeah, that's great. You're ahead of me. I know my absentee ballot is like, not my absentee, my mail-in ballot is sitting downstairs and I have to do yeah. it. Yeah, Brianna, you're going to say something? I'm same as Lauren. I'm from California, so mm -hmm. I'm waiting on my absentee ballot. Um, my dad, I, it, it's on its way. It's like <laughs> coming within the next day or so. Um, and it's definitely like, We've had a conversation about how important it is to like fill it out, get it out there, because um, obviously there's a lot of question about mail-in voting and absentee voting. So it's like good to get it done, get it quickly. But yeah, I mean, same as Lauren, just educating yourself every day, like learning more things. Like we watch the debate even as a team. Um, but one thing is like we obviously like we watch it, and you know, like certain news newscasts are biased so you need to make sure you're getting like all the information not just from one side so we try to learn and like read articles from both parties from both sides to like get a full understanding so there's no like true bias in it which obviously is hard but definitely like an active thing we have to do but yeah I mean other than that it's just learning every day trying to read more about it understand the process asking questions having conversations yeah, that's awesome. I mean, NEC Votes is a nonpartisan initiative, so it's great to hear that you guys, you know, in your own work are recognizing the importance of getting not even unbiased, but different biases, news sources into your, you know, educational materials. It's, you know, very, very important, especially now. Yes. Um, so like regarding education, um, what are some common misconceptions or areas where you feel knowledge is just lacking regarding registration and the voting process in general? Um, I think a common misconception that's like really important to bring up is the fact that voting is a right, but there's still, um, you know, there's still people that have trouble or don't have the access that they need to actually exercise that right. Um, you know, communities, the black and brown communities, low income communities that don't have, say, you know, they may only have like one polling place and it's, they have to go wait in line for hours or they don't have, you know, the resources to 
go out and vote, I just feel like, you know, it's something that a lot of people don't realize is a thing, especially mm -hmm. when you come from a place of privilege where you, you know, you have the access and you, you never have any issues with it. So, and yeah, I just think that's really important because for people that think that their vote doesn't matter, um, you know, it does, especially when you're voting and your voice can help those that can't vote. So I think that's just really something really important to yeah you're right and i feel like a lot of people you know don't even consider that and they take the like right to vote as a um like for granted i was talking to carlos ruiz from sacred heart he was telling me about how a year or two ago during um a primary election that students from sacred heart who were registered to vote in you know the area sacred heart is in were going to polls and being turned away or being like severely questioned, you know, just regular college students because people didn't want them voting in that area. So it's crazy. Like it could happen to any of us regardless of background or whatever. So yeah, no, that's a very, very important point. Yeah. Um, I would say another misconception that like Lauren and I definitely try to stress is that like your voice matters. A lot of people think that, you know, like we are really big in community service about like going to pick up like local community service of doing like picking up trash days. Like we've had two in the past weekends of just going to pick up trash and it's like, okay, yeah, like one piece of trash on the ground might not make a huge difference, but if every single person in the world is littering, it's gonna make a difference. And obviously we're seeing the effects of that. And in the same way with voting, like, okay, you're one of a million, but it's like you're one plus all the others is going to make a change. Like change only happens when people come together and demand it. So I feel like even though you feel like your voice doesn't matter, it really does. And obviously like even with the 18 to 25 age range, like that's the lowest of voting, like mm -hmm. turnout like in most. And I just, it's hard for me to conceptualize that because these older generations are going out to vote and they're not gonna see the effects of what they're doing. Like certain things are gonna get turned away, especially with climate change. Like if they're voting turn back ways that aren't gonna help climate change, like unfortunately they'll probably pass away and not see the detrimental effects of it but like I'm 20 years old I want to have kids like I need to vote I need to make a change because I'm going to be the one that's going to see it in 20 years like your voice matters even it's not something for the older generation to deal with like it's something we need to go out and do even when you're 18 years old like if you're uneducated get educated go out make a change make your voice heard and I just feel like that is like one big misconception about voting is that your individual vote doesn't matter, but it definitely does. Yeah, for sure. Because if every single person that like was like, oh, I'm not going to vote, it doesn't matter what I say. If every single person did that, millions of people wouldn't vote and millions of people don't vote, which I feel like it's why it's been such a big push this year. And it's crazy how regardless of who wins this election, it'll be our oldest elected president, you know, at time of inauguration. So we have to get our voices heard because whoever is elected isn't in our shoes they're not experiencing things as a 20 something year old so i mean you're 100 percent right that it is so important for that 18 to 25 bracket to get out there and make sure like our voices and perspectives are being heard so by way of wrap up and this is like the big question why is it important to vote pretty much like what we just said um we're going to be living with the effects of this for the rest of our lives so you know the things the vote that we go out and cast now it's literally gonna choose who's making the decisions for you know the policies and the issues that we're living with so and especially like the impact that everyone can make you know together if we say everyone go out and vote when everyone does then we can make a change and mm -hmm. we can change for the better and choose the life that we want to be living in this country yeah that's great i would agree with lauren in that um <laughs> 
but even like a lot of people like think voting has to just do with like the presidential election and like obviously that plays a big part of it but like local and state elections matter too they affect like every aspect of our life like roads that you drive on are affected by politics are affected by voting like that kind of like something so small that you don't think is affected by it is affected by it like you could say you're not into politics all you like all you want but you are you're a part of this society like you are affected by it and it's like everything we do like voting matters and you have to get out there and get your voice heard because otherwise maybe the people you don't agree with are still going out there and getting their voices heard and it's like if something happens like you need to go out you need to make sure you're doing everything in your power to make the world that you want to see like I don't know I just feel like it's like very important to go out and vote like even in state and local elections when like choosing senate like your representatives things like that like they make choices for you choosing the people who vote and make the bigger choices like you still have a say in that so it's like no matter what you can say you're not into politics all you want you still are you are part of it and even before you turn 18 like yeah you might not be able to vote but you can get educated about it you can see the effects of it like it affects our lives and you just you have to care i don't yeah you have to care yeah, and that point you mentioned before about how the general election isn't just about the president, it's about so many more things. I had a friend the other day who was filling out his ballot. He's like, can I just stop after I vote for the president? And I was like, no, like your, your senator, your representative, they're all on that ballot and down to local representatives and local questions are on that ballot. And those can come down to one to two votes. Like you, you can't just ignore it. Like it's there for a reason and you should yeah. engage with it. Yeah, like, that's an important with part. the senator, like what you just brought up, like, the senator right now is electing who the Supreme Court justice yes, is, which exactly. is things like Roe v. Wade. Like you appoint your senator, you vote for that senator, that senator makes the decision of who overturns possibly women's rights. Like you, your voice matters. You need to know that it matters. Like it yeah. affects everything. And I feel like it just shows like a lack of education on the kind of government as a whole, because it's built on a system of checks and balances. And if you're not voting on all the balances, yeah, it's not going to work, but exactly. yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> and that's a very, very important point and something we've been trying to stress during NEC votes. That's not just the presidential election. It's the yeah. general election. It covers a lot of things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, thank you guys so much for hopping on. You are great. And it's great to see what you're doing on your campus. You know, if everyone has one person on their team as passionate about this as you two are, all the collegiate athletes would be registered to vote, essentially. So yeah. it really is. It's great to see that you guys are so passionate about it and doing your best, especially if it's, you know, your first presidential election, you recognize how important it is. It's so great to see. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, and listeners of the NEC Overtime Pod can find information relating to voter registration and the democratic process by following the Northeast Conference on Twitter and Instagram, where educational materials are being released every Tuesday leading up to the November 3rd general election, which is on a Tuesday. That was Brianna Van Giesen and Lauren Schultz, and this has been NEC Now.